Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents Can Computers Help Us Recycle More Plastic? Adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal Vibrational Spectroscopy, published on December 5, 2021. Research conducted by Martin L. Henriksen, Celine B. Carlson, Pernille Klarskov, and Mogan Tinga from the Department of Biological and Chemical Engineering and the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering, both at Aarhus University in Denmark. See the accompanying PDF for additional information about the author affiliations. Read by Miranda Wilson. Abstract. Plastic pollution is a big environmental challenge facing us today. We use a huge amount of plastic in our daily lives, but recycle very little. In fact, the average person living in North America consumes around 230 pounds or 104 kilograms of plastic each year. When a problem is this big, it can sometimes feel overwhelming. But if everybody makes small changes, it soon adds up to something big. Recycling old plastic helps to reduce the amount of new plastic we make. However, it is difficult to identify and separate all the different types of plastic by simply looking at them. We wanted to find a solution to this. Our study shows that computers with cameras can learn to recognize 12 types of plastic. They can then use this knowledge to identify plastics as they move along a conveyor belt. Our findings could revolutionize plastic recycling and bring us one step closer to solving the global plastic challenge. Introduction. Plastic is an important part of our day-to-day -day lives. Since its invention, plastic has become a popular material for manufacturing. It is cheap and flexible, as well as being strong and long-lasting. However, these useful properties become a problem once we throw an item away. Plastic takes a long time to break down, and, to make things worse, we currently recycle only about 10% of global plastics. This has left us with a growing mountain of plastic pollution. Recycling plastic can be tricky because it is hard to separate the different types of plastic. Plastic is usually sorted by hand or put in a flotation tank to separate sinking and floating plastics, but these techniques can be inadequate. As a result, the purity of the recycled plastic pellets decreases. If the purity drops below 95%, the pellets can only be used for products of low quality, for example, traffic cones. We wanted to find a way to improve plastic identification so that we can recycle more plastic and produce higher quality products. To do this, we tried to see if a computer can accurately recognize up to 12 different types of plastic. Here you can see recycled plastic pellets, blue, gray, yellow, and green recycled pellets, and transparent virgin pellets. Methods. We placed the 12 plastic samples onto a conveyor belt. It then moved them underneath a special camera called a hyperspectral camera. This camera captures information from across the electromagnetic spectrum, providing much more information than the human eye can see. When light bounces off an object, some of the waves are absorbed and some are reflected. Looking at the missing or reduced waves in the reflected light gives us a spectrum. 
the amount of absorbed light is altered by the chemical structure of the material. This is not something that we can see with our eyes, but it can be detected by the hyperspectral camera. Figure 1 shows the researcher's camera setup. The hyperspectral camera identifies the chemical structure of the material placed on the conveyor belt beneath it. You can see the white conveyor belt at the bottom of the photo has a variety of plastic objects on it for the hyperspectral camera to distinguish between. For every pixel, the camera recorded a spectrum of the plastic. This is the quote signature of electromagnetic waves that are reflected from the surface of the plastic. Each type of plastic has a different chemical structure, which all interact differently with the light. So each type of plastic should have a unique spectrum, like a fingerprint. Next, the camera sent the data to a computer, which uses a machine learning algorithm to analyze it. The algorithm looks for similarities and differences between the spectra and makes a reference table. Based on the amount of data it sees, the algorithm grows more intelligent and learns to identify different features of the spectra. Finally, we put the computer's learning to the test. We placed three unknown plastic samples onto the conveyor belt to see if the computer could identify them by comparing the properties of new spectra against its reference table. Results. On the graph, we can see that each type of plastic forms an individual cluster without any overlaps. This means that when the algorithm finds enough similarities between the spectra, it is able to recognize the plastic individually. The computer also correctly identified the three unknown plastic samples. This shows that machine learning worked. The computer was able to use its reference table to accurately identify the plastics. Here in Figure 2, you can see the output of the machine learning algorithm. Each point represents one of the plastic samples. The algorithm scores the spectra of the different plastics based on five components describing their similarities and differences. This is visualized by the first two components, labeled PC1 and PC2, on the X and Y axes. Samples from the same type of plastic appear close to each other, in a cluster. Each cluster's center is indicated by a black dot. The 12 different types of plastics are each represented by a different symbol on the graph. You can also see three unknown plastics that were tested and correctly identified. These are shown by purple, light blue, and green X's in the graph. Why do you think some plastics have spectra closer together, whereas others are separated on the graph? Discussion. Our experiment shows that this technology has the potential to increase the amount of plastic we recycle. We designed our experiment to reflect the layout of a plastic recycling factory in the most developed countries. We can now be sure that our results will apply to real life conditions. We also tried to reduce the amount of data processing needed. This means that the computer can identify plastic quickly and process more each day. This is an exciting step towards starting to reduce the plastic waste that we are creating. Conclusion Improvements in recycling will help to reduce the amount of plastic waste that we already have 
and will make in the future. To stop it growing, everybody needs to do their bit to reduce their plastic footprint. Here are some ideas to remember the three R's. One, reduce. Think about whether you really need the latest phone, tablet, or item of clothing. Prepare your own food and or avoid food in plastic packaging. Two, reuse. Always carry a reusable water bottle. Donate old clothes, toys, or electronics to a secondhand shop. And three, recycle. Correctly sort and dispose of your trash or take part in a litter picking event. Thank you for listening to this recording. Visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org for more free science teaching resources.